You're listening to the Total Sports Experience. And now, your host, Ray Baker. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition, an episode of the Total Sports Experience. I am your host, Ray Baker. Welcome in. Um, We are diving both feet into the NFL tonight. A lot of playoffs are going on. Well, two of them, NHL, uh, already in the playoffs, as you've heard on other episodes. The NBA, we're going to cover beginning of next week with our buddy Corey Nalen from SportsNetUSA.net and take a look at all of the NBA playoffs and where all those uh, series stand. Baseball is well underway, but more importantly, and probably one of my favorites next to the NHL, is NFL football. Now, normally we'd be talking college sports, and that's a whole other show. We're going to cover that again. We have already covered that a couple of times here on the TSE. But that is just such a fluid thing right now. Things are up. Things are down. They're voting. They're not voting. They're playing. They're not going to play. It's all over the map right now. So we have to go day by day with the NCAA, if you will. However, tonight's episode is all about the NFL. And as we get going here, we're taping on Wednesday, the 9th of September, starting right about where we should have started. However, no OTAs, no training camps, no full-blown what you would normally have in the offseason. It's stay in your home for six months, and here's day one. It's kind of crazy. So Thursday or tomorrow, if you're listening to this tonight or tomorrow, Thursday the 10th is game number one. Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs. Why not start the season off? Why not kick the season off with the Super Bowl champs on a Thursday night football? Why not throw the brand new SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles that home, that houses the Rams and the Chargers on Sunday Night Football with the Dallas Cowboys? It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be an interesting one. Are we going to get a whole season in? I don't know. I Look, I really hope we do. But I'm just not sure at this point. By the way, I didn't give these out before. Let me give these out to you now. There's four ways to get a hold of us and contact us here at the show. Instagram and Twitter is at TSE underscore show. Facebook is just the TSE show. Look us up. We've got our own page and everything. We have people commenting to us all the time on that. Hit us up on that because that's a lot of fun. And then you can always email us. And the email is the TSE show at gmail.com. So we have our guest uh, tonight. We're going to get to him in just a second. I've had a lot of people as I put up uh, what is going to happen here in the, in these who's your picks, who's going to win divisions. I put it all out to the listeners. A lot of Jets fans. Jets fans. Boy, you guys are excited. i got to be honest with you, though. I don't see those Jets fans celebrating a whole lot. You may win some games here and there. You're not winning that division. A lot. Because we tape here in Los Angeles, a lot of Ram fans hit me up. 
because we tape here in Los Angeles, I had a lot of San Francisco 49er um, people hit me up. A lot of Niner fans. Niner fans are telling me, NFC West again. Uh, Michael Payne, who's one of our listeners, Mike tells me on, on Facebook, 49ers take the NFC West. Okay, I could see that. I, I, I could see that for sure. Uh, my buddy Mark Pavlovich, he's going all in again on the Packers. No surprise there. Uh, I When I put it out there, I put it out about the Rams uh, and Sean McVay. And I got from listener Dom. Dom says, way overrated. Nope. Coach is overrated. What's he done? What's he won? What's he... Uh, he is he good? Well, maybe. But he hasn't won anything. So... Is he proven? Who knows? By the way, if you do follow us on Facebook, or follow me on Facebook for that matter, I am constantly hitting up one of the newest uh, radio stations that have come back. That's the Mightier 1090 in San Diego. If you're not listening, listen. It's obviously 1090 AM in the San Diego area. You can also hit them up on the Mightier1090.com online and listen to it live there. Aside from myself trying to pitch every single day to get my radio show on that that station and, and this very program on that station, uh, they do have Rich Eisen, who I love, Rich, and he's in the morning. Wouldn't it be awesome to hear our show on there too, you listeners? I think so. You got to hit us up. So a lot of people were saying, hey. Um, here's my team, here's what's going to happen, here's what's not going to happen. So look that up uh, on there. A lot of New Orleans fans hit me up uh, this week. New Orleans has got the division locked up, no problem, looking away, got it locked up. Well, I would say okay. I, I like the I liked the enthusiasm. Everybody and their brother has jumped on the Tampa Bay Buccaneer bandwagon because of a 40-plus-year-old Tom Brady a multi-surgery in-and-out-of-weight uh, Gronk. Now you've got Leonard Fournette, and I'm going to tell you right now, Leonard Fournette looks like the best positive or the best addition to that team so far. I've told you guys before I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I have been. I ride my Buffalo Bills do or die. Hopefully this year it's more of a do. We're going back to the playoffs, hopefully winning that NFC West. Uh, sorry, AFC East. I don't even know where I came up with that. AFC East for the Buffalo Bills. But I am not sold on Tampa Bay and all of these guys that you've taken over 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 there. I, I can't. I'm, I'm not sold on that yet. I'm not. Are you going to do better? Well, you got look seven and nine without Tom Brady, but the Falcons were not good last year at seven and nine as well. But you have the Saints. And a Hall of Fame quarterback, and a Hall of Fame coach, and a Hall of Fame system that's already in place that they're just going to run again this year, and they went 13-3. and So you mean to tell me that a new coach, a new system, Tom Brady, new receivers, and a brand new running back, and no preseason, and these guys are going to be okay? Come on. I mean, let, honest, let's... Look, I'm I'm not a I'm not an apologist at all. If you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, I know you're gonna be mad at me. You are not making the playoffs. Tom Brady is not making the playoffs for the first time in forever. 
Tom Brady's not going to make the playoffs. Not in that division. Not with that team. Uh, getting back to us trying to get on the mightier 1090 AM. Some of our listeners, listener Anna, is telling me, yep, go for that 1 AM slot. 1 AM, holy cow. But you know what? There's postal workers. There's UPS guys. There's the Amazon guys, the Google guys. They all work at 1 AM. They love listening to it. Listener Jesse says, put them on at 9 PM. We got that. Okay, awesome. So we got some of our listeners telling us, hey, let's get them on. Let's get it going. We want to hear this all the time. One plug I do want to make before we get to our guest, uh, the San Diego Sabres hockey is holding a training camp. They're not a sponsor. I do do a lot of play-by-play for the Sabres, but the Sabres are having a training camp September 12th, 5.45 to 7.45 p.m. at the Carlsbad Town. This team is going to be fantastic this year. Junior hockey, these kids, this is a feeder system to the other minor league uh, camps, the other minor league teams, and, of course, into the NHL. So go check them out in Carlsbad, California. If you're around, if you're in the area, Carlsbad, California, the Carlsbad Ice Town, the San Diego Sabres training camp, this weekend, September 12th, 545 to 745. We're efforting trying to get the owner of the San Diego Sabres to join us on this very podcast as well. So we will let you know what comes of that. As we kick off the weekend of NFL football, finally on the phone with us, the TSE Hotline brings us sports broadcaster from Sports USA, Ted Sobel. And Ted, you've got a busy weekend ahead of you, my friend. Yeah, the rumor has that the football season's starting. I'm ready. I like it. So, nice, yeah, we've got a nice double header coming up on Sports USA. And, uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, we're talking here on a Wednesday. And uh, tomorrow I've got a couple of tight ends calling in Greg Olson and Hunter Henry. So, we're off to a good start with my pregame show guests. So, sportsusamedia.com is where you can hear Ted and all of that. And he mentioned the double header this Sunday. The early game, the Seattle Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. The late game, the L.A. Chargers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Before all that starts, we've got Thursday night football to kick it really all off. And we've got the defending Super Bowl champions in the Kansas City Chiefs, which we'll cover in just a second, uh, to kick this off. But, Ted, let me ask you this. So as we go into this lot of movement over the offseason, and as I look at the NFC to, just to kind of kick this off, I have a lot of our listeners uh, that have one question first as we start in the NFC South is the Buccaneers have loaded up. They want to win right now. They've got every tool that they could have asked for in the offseason. Is that Buccaneer team now uh, built or drilled into to take on the Saints for that NFC South title? Well, I think there's no doubt that they're as deep as they're going to be, as deep as they've ever been, even when they win the Super Bowl. Uh, I can say, though, that, you know, we got to be a little bit careful with Tom Brady because everybody just assumes he's the same 28-year-old Tom Brady who just shows up and throws 70% completions and everything's just hunky-dory. But um, he's older. He's a little bit more fragile. I don't care what kind of food he's he's coming up with inventing out his TV 12 site. So um, 
you know, uh, Mother Nature is always going to win out. <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. But hopefully his offensive line does a good job. They're supposed to be pretty solid to keep him upright because uh, at this stage of his career, I don't care when you get to be 42, 43, uh, it's a reality. It's just uh, it, your body doesn't last forever. So hopefully everything goes good. In the meantime, Gronkowski to me is questionable whether he's going to be uh, I'll call him the old Gronkowski. That's what he's looking like. He's a little bit different now. You know, remember, he'd lost a lot of weight and muscle, and now he's back to being a football player again. That's not a simple process. They had no preseason. This is just not a cut-and-dry thing. I think they're going to be very good. Whether they're that good, I want to see them for the first several weeks. Well, and the thing that I question is you bring in Tom Brady, you bring in Gronk, you have two pretty decent wide receivers for weapons for Brady. You just bring in Leonard Fournette as well now into the mix. Now you have all these players that don't know that system quite yet. And like you said, no preseason. You still have two teams at the top of the NFC South, the Saints and the Falcons, that have been running their system forever. I have, I find it hard to believe that the Bucks will look at that title and try to go for that title in year number one. And like you said... Uh, health-wise, none of these guys are getting any younger. I 1,000% agree with you. Um, you know, this is going to be such a strange year. We have no idea what to expect. Everybody's guessing, and that's what makes it fun. It is uh, sports. It's supposed to be a competition. So we have no idea what's going to happen because of COVID and all that's led up to this point. Um, it's got to be a huge advantage to come in from last year and not have a lot of changes whether it's personnel, whether it's coaches, whether it's systems, it all comes into play. And I truly believe that the, the New Orleans of the world and the Atlantis of the world do have an advantage coming in because there hasn't been wholesale changes. At the same time, um, you know, Brady was working out illegally, as we like to call it, <laughs> when he wasn't supposed to be showing up in a park uh, four months ago and he was still... Uh, coming over, over there with his new buddies, his brand new receivers, and they were getting some things done. But it's not the same as OTAs. It's not the same as a preseason. So, uh, again, that first three, four weeks going to be fascinating. They don't have preseason in college football, so you got to be ready for week one. These guys are professionals. They should know better. But you have a whole new system. It can't just show up and, and everything's going to be perfect. So we'll see. The other two teams, before we move over to the to the defending champs, the other two teams that interest me are both in the AFC, uh, Rams in the NFC West that we'll call it subpar last year, uh, did not do, I think, the, what they wanted to do last year. Okay, are you interested in the Rams because you're in L.A., or well, you think they're interesting? I, yes, to both. Uh, obviously, we tape our show here really? in Los Angeles, but... I think that this Rams team had an off year. I think now this running back by committee, which I've never really been a fan of, Ted, I'm not going to lie to you there, I think this can work in this system, and I think McVay can get a lot out of this. you still got weapons on the outside for Jared Goff. I think this team is better than the 9-7 and seven we saw them last year. I don't know they can win that NFC West because the Niners are still loaded, but I, I think it could come down to the 49ers and Rams for that division. I do not agree with you. I'm not a fan of the Rams right now. I don't like their offensive line at all. Andrew Whitworth's getting closer to 100 than he is to 30. Um, 
I just don't see it. Uh, it the kids are going to have to come through. They had new faces on the line. You know, they lost Roger Saffold last year. That was a huge gap for what they needed. That guy made such a difference in Tennessee. To me, that offensive line is huge, and I am not sold on Jared Goff. I don't care how much money he makes. Um, he has got to have a running game to set things up for himself. I don't agree with you on the receivers. You know, they, they lost Brendan Cook, and to me, that was a huge loss, not because he was that productive, but he opens up the field for everybody. You know, they got a, a, a young kid they brought in as a draftee who's going to have to do what uh, speedster is supposed to do, and that is open up more space out there. But uh, Cooks, is, to me, was a much, much uh, you know, just the fact that he's always getting hurt, that obviously that's an issue with whatever team he's going to be with. But when he's on the field, that makes a big difference. I don't know if I trust all these receivers that much. I think they got a lot of B receivers, and they don't really have a, a number one guy. One more team in the NFC before we switch over is, to me, that's intriguing. And, that, boy, i got to tell you, you either love them or you hate them as the Dallas Cowboys. And <laughs> it, it, listen, eight and eight. Um, they did not do well last year. I, I don't. I don't know whether to put stock into this team or take it out. There's weapons there. I love Zeke Elliott, but this team just is not living up to where I think they should be. Well, we got the same story with this team. You got a brand new head coach. How's that going to work for the first half of the season? Uh, I don't care how Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, but that's 10 years ago. So who cares? That's old news. It has nothing to do with what he's doing now. Um, so there's a transition there that I would expect. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not sold on their defense. I think they gave up way too many yards last year, and they're going to have to improve there. Um, and their offensive line is not as all-world as it was a, a couple of years ago. So that's changed, too. And that line better be really good. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's uh, he's better than serviceable. He's not. He's still not a top ten quarterback in my mind. So they can pay him all the money in the world. I could care less. He's a, he's a really good leader. I like almost everything about him. But he's not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. So we'll see how that works. But he, his all, his whole line better be uh, much better than they were last year. When we look at the AFC, and this is where I get excited, Ted, because to me the AFC has some of the most exciting teams in them right now, aside from the, the Chiefs that really did well last year, obviously. Uh, that AF, that AFC West, the Broncos are built for speed. That's going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, the Raiders are still, I think, still rebuilding some of that. The Ravens are so much fun to watch. I'm going to be honest with you, though. The team that stands out for me is the Buffalo Bills because they have an offense. They have, I think, one of the best defenses in all of the NFL, and Tom Brady's not in that division anymore. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to tear up the AFC. I don't agree because I'm not a Josh Allen fan. I think he's real average. Um, you watch him. He's not good at uh, finding a secondary receiver. Uh, when he's hooked on a guy, he's hooked on a guy. I don't think he reads defenses very well. I think he's very, very average, and uh, I think that's the downfall for this team. I think overall they're built well. I like what the coaching staff is doing and the way they're building the franchise from the ground up, and they're close. But I'm not a Josh Allen fan, so uh, he's going to have to open my eyeballs up a lot more than he has the last couple of years. 
when we see teams that win a Super Bowl and they come back the next year, look, you and I have covered a lot of sports for a lot of years. It is hard to repeat as champions. Uh, this team I like. Can this team repeat with Patrick Mahomes there at the helm? Absolutely, they can repeat. I don't totally trust their defense, but remember, they won all three playoff games last year, including the Super Bowl, of course, uh, falling from behind, and they had to come back from the dead almost a few times. So, I mean, that's not a recipe for championships. So it, it all worked out great. Um, they beat they beat a 49er team that's not uh, a, a world beater when it comes to offense. So, I mean, to me, I thought the 49ers earned their way to the Super Bowl, but I don't think they were a great Super Bowl team. They were just... They were just a really good team. They weren't a fantastic team. Um, so I think the Chiefs, you know, they got the confidence now. Uh, they're another team, though, that comes into this crazy COVID year with not a lot of wholesale changes. So they could just start where they left off last year. But now knowing they're Super Bowl champs, uh, I don't expect a hangover at all from them. I think they're just solid overall, but I really do want to see their defense uh, be a little better because I, I don't trust them all the way. And, uh, you know, if you have to totally find your quarterback to come up with the miracles in the second half every week, uh, that's not going to last very long. I don't care who you are. And one of the, I've got only got a couple left for you, but one of the ones that I wanted to ask you about the AFC North is, is fun for a couple of reasons. The Ravens are dynamic, obviously. The Steelers yeah. now have uh, Ben Roethlisberger coming back. The Bengals have the Heisman Trophy winner. Now, I have made bets with local DJs here that I do sports updates for that the Bengals will get six wins. Can Joe Burrows bring six wins to Cincinnati? Well, his offensive line stinks. So I hope he can play six minutes a game and he's not on his face half the night. Um, I, you know, seriously, I mean... This is another one, a great example. Not only is this a different team, but now you've got a rookie quarterback who's never faced a pro-style defense yet, not one snap, and he's got to play from week one, and we're going to have it on our Sports USA, obviously. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't, I don't expect a lot out of Joe Burrow. I, whatever he brings is going to be better than they had, but his line stinks. He's got really good receivers to throw to, so that's a good thing. Their defense is average at best. Um, I don't agree about the division. I think the division sucks. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I think Pittsburgh is going to go backwards this year. Ben Roethlisberger is uh, is another year older. Um, I don't totally trust the fact that he's fully into the game anymore. I think he's hanging on for money. Um, that's my opinion, and we'll see what happens. You know, the last couple of years, he's had his injuries. I, I guess it was the elbow that – was it the elbow or the shoulder? I, I, think, I think it was elbow, right? Yeah, it was el el elbow, yep. Yeah, yeah. so he had his elbow uh, repaired, and he said it's the best it's felt in a long time. Let's see how long he can last. You know, if he goes down, Duck Hodges is not there anymore, so he can't be the savior. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fully like what I see with Pittsburgh. I think they're spiraling down. I don't think they're awful. I just don't think they're as good as they were. And I hope they prove me wrong because I enjoy watching that franchise a lot and I love their coach. Uh, and I think uh, Cleveland has really good roster talent. Uh, I don't know about their coaching. And uh, Baker Mayfield is a head case. 
We'll see uh, if he if he's matured enough to do what a professional quarterback's supposed to do by the time they're in their third year. Should be fun. Uh, SportsUSAMedia.com is where you can hear some of this action. Again, the doubleheader this weekend, Sunday. The early game is the Seattle Seahawks, the Atlanta Falcons. The late game is the L.A. Chargers and and the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going to tell you, it's still hard for me. I did a couple uh, a couple shows ago. I'm still calling them the San Diego Chargers. That is a hard, <laughs> still to this day, that is a hard well, thing for me to say. It's interesting, though, that uh, they're they're going into a new stadium. They'll be on our air next week too. They play they host Kansas City in week two, and we got them on Sports USA. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking all along, well, it's just another home game for the Chargers. There's nobody there. Well, and I got to tell you, for the Chargers now losing uh, Philip Rivers, they're starting this season out. Uh, interestingly enough, where you've got the Cincinnati Bengals, who are a gigantic question mark, and then in week two, you've got the Super Bowl champs coming in so well i think i think the chargers are a gigantic question mark to be honest with you i mean look to rod taylor is i like him a lot but he's in that game manager thing you know he's not going to win you a lot of games but i'd, I'd like to see him run around a little more because he's athletic enough to take care of biz that way um and i think we will uh but i don't know i mean you know he was derwin james that's a top several player in the league uh so that really hurts their defense a lot. And, uh, you know, Hunter Henry, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. Hopefully he lasts longer than week one this season because he's been, he's missed, uh, I think he's missed 20 games in the last two years. Um, wow. I mean, so it's, it, there's uh, a lot of question marks with the Chargers. Uh, their own line too. Is that good enough? You know, before they had to protect an older guy in Rivers. Now with, with Taylor, I, I think they're going to be okay. Um, I like their receiving core. I like Austin Eckler, but Eckler's now on his own. Okay. Um, you, you got to do it by yourself now, buddy. He's not a big guy. He might be worn out by week 10 or 12. Who knows? But I like him a lot. You know, I think there's a lot of question marks with the Chargers. I've got one question for you before we end, and it's not football related because I know how many other sports that you have covered over the years. And just recently, the U.S. Open is going there in Flushing, New York. And there was yeah. an interesting uh, interesting thing that happened with uh, Novak Djokovic. Uh, it, it, you know what? The truth is, I don't think it was interesting. It's a rule. There was, there was no controversy. He broke the rule, and he's gone. That's it. There's nothing else to it. You can't do that. And there's examples over the last 50 years of guys doing uh, less than that, and they, and they were gone. That's just a rule. So there's no controversy. It's the only thing is that it's the number one ranked guy in the world and the guy who's going to try and catch all these records. So, you know, that makes it more interesting and more controversial. But the rule is not controversial. It's been there forever. And he knew it. So, you know, I don't see anything interesting about it. It was a stupid move. The guy's way too moody. He loses his poise all the time. But he's gotten away with it many times. And, you know, they call everything in sports a game of inches. This was a game of inches for him. If he hits it one foot wide, um, we're all good. And he just really looks stupid, uh, but he's still playing. Instead, he hits the, the lady in the neck, and he's gone. And so, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but that's just the rule. Game so of, there's nothing really controversial about it. The game of inches, you, you, you put that perfectly, just a game of inches, because like you said, if he hits it six inches, you know, to the left or to the right and misses her, 
uh, we ha- we're having we're, a different we're conversation. All, we're, we're all talking. To, well, it, it becomes a blooper uh, reel, right? Instead of the guy's been thrown out of the U.S. Open. So, but that's why it's in the rule book. You can't do that. It's just stupid. You can't. You know, it's like somebody throwing their racket. If you throw your racket straight down, I think you you know you're penalized, maybe a point or something. Or but 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 if you throw your racket like like you're a kid and you hit somebody, you're done. I mean, you didn't have to do it intentionally. There's, there's nothing about that. It's in the book. It's very clear. Djokovic knows all about it. It's the dumbest thing he's ever done, but he earned it because you know what are you going to do? You broke a rule. Goodbye. Have a nice day. <laughs> Love having you on. Uh, so listen, aside from the games, you've got guests for tomorrow. Where can people listen uh, for that? I, obviously, if they go to sportsusamedia.com, where do they go on the website to hear uh, all your interviews? Well, the interviews are, I'm not even sure if we're going to place them on, you know, we're still uh, evolving into this new season. We're not sure how we're going to do that yet. The past few years, they were just posted online at sportsusamedia.com. I'm not sure we're going to do that again. Hopefully we do. Um, if not, uh, again, we're on about 300 stations. Every week's different all over the country. So just pick up your local station, and uh, the interviews will be, most of them will be on the pregame shows uh, leading up into each game. So uh, some of it, you know, if they run long, I have to edit them out, and then uh, down to a certain amount of time, of course. So hopefully we'll get the whole ones on the post, but not sure yet. And the schedule, well, some of the schedule is already up on the website as well. If you go to sportsusamedia.com, you click on schedules, you can find all of them there. Again, Seahawks, Falcons uh, is the early game this week. Uh, Chargers, Bengals is the late game this week. And Ted Sobel, uh, if you don't know, um, is got a book coming out. Touching Greatness is the name of it. Uh, I am still at the edge of my seat, sir. Waiting for so this. Am I. Uh, so okay. am I. Does that mean that I, I want to fall off the edge of my seat? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What's what's the, I, what's I, the update on that? Can we do you? The, do you... Up, the update is um, I'm just going over all the pictures that I want in there right now, and you know I have to. I mean, this is all new to me, so I'm I'm learning on the fly. So I have to label each picture so that they know exactly where they go in each chapter, um, and I'm doing that right now. Uh, between NFL interviews, and it's supposed to be released by Thanksgiving, so that's partially up to me if I get this thing done on time. Well, I, I've told uh, I've told my family my birthday is one day before Thanksgiving. I told my family if it's out, that's what I want. So let's see if we that's can uh, well, see if we can get that going there. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm, you know, the, that's two turkeys you get for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Ted Sobel. Uh, broadcaster from sportsusamedia.com. Thank you so much for being with me, my friend. Uh, we will talk more as the season goes on, but let's get it kicked off. You got it, man. All the best. Let's have a fun and safe and actual complete NFL season. Anything can happen. We're all day-to-day. Remember that. Even I, the NFL. I just want week by week. Let's let's just kick it off for this week, and we'll figure it out next week. All right, man. Good job, Billy. Thanks, Ted. You got it. Special thanks to Ted Sobel of SportsUSAMedia.com. Again, big weekend, Thursday night. We're going to kick it off. Super Bowl champs in action. The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. The game that I'm looking for, aside from the Buffalo Jets game, that I'm really looking forward to because those are my Buffalo Bills that Ted so 
eloquently disagreed with me. And I like that. I'm an apologist. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm a fan. I want them to do well. I think they're going to do well. I, that's just that's just my opinion. I like that Ted sees the whole picture, though. But I still do think that these Buffalo Bills will win this division. Not just because Tom Brady's out of that, because you still have Bill Belichick to deal with. Now you have Cam Newton to deal with in New England. There's still going to be challenges. There's still going to be an uphill battle, if you will. I think Buffalo's ready for it. I am looking forward to the L.A. Chargers and Cincinnati Bengals. As I mentioned, I do have a running bet with Jeff Pope of Hot 103.9 in the Inland Empire of Southern California. He is a jock there in Southern California, although has hitched his wagon to the Cincinnati Bengals, and we have made a bet, and I will replay that bet from uh, an earlier episode that we put down. I'm going to put that down on the next episode, but we do have a bet, and I really think, I know Joe Burrow has not seen NFL action, and I know how much of a jump that is from one level to the next. However, this is a sharp kid. I think that if anybody can pull this off, I think Joe Burrow can do this. I don't know. I've set my sights high at seven wins. I would look, 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 look. I'm not a Cincinnati Bengals fan at all. But I would love for them to go eight and eight and kind of show that they knew what they were looking for. They knew what they had. They knew what they needed to add. Is 8-8 eight eight going to make the playoffs there? Probably not. Maybe a wild card? Maybe. He's definitely not playoff ready, but I would definitely love to see how that's all going to play out. So we'll see. Again, Ted Sobel, thank you so much for joining us on tonight's episode of the Total Sports Experience. As we get in, we're 24 hours away from kickoff of the 2020 NFL season. Who's your pick? Who's going to shine for you? Who's your team? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Let us know. There's four ways to contact us. Instagram and Twitter are at TSE underscore show. We're on Facebook all the time. We're going to start doing live shows once the Stanley Cup final and the NBA finals hits. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at the TSE show. You can also email us, the TSE show at gmail.com. Please let us know. NFL, NHL, NBA, we're also going to talk to Irish football in the next few weeks. That's a bit harder to schedule with those guys that are across the pond there. But we are going to get those guys on uh, the podcast as well. And listen, you guys, if you love the podcast, if you love just talking to me, talking about sports, what have you, let me know so we can let the radio stations know so we can get this very show on AM radio and you can be a part of this show every single day we have it. Until then, get ready to enjoy NFL football this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be a hoot, and then we will chat with you next week about all other playoffs rolling on, and Major League Baseball is coming to the end of their shortened season. It looks like the Dodgers are rearing and ready to go for postseason and the World Series. We'll talk about that coming up in a future episode as well. Until we can do this again, be good humans, and we'll talk to you soon.